Hey guys, Coach over here from the Card Bazaar, and welcome to another episode of Card Anthology. Our special guest for today's episode of Card Anthology is Travis from the YouTube channel Brain Pulp TV. So make sure you check them out after this video. So let's dive in and take a look at the set known as Portal Three Kingdoms. Thanks, Coach. If Portal Three Kingdoms had to be summed up in one word, that word, you know, other than the word magic, would be rare. This set may in fact be the most rare of all Magic the Gathering sets. It's so rare, in fact, that if a man pulls up in a white panel van, and he's wearing a vest with no shirt, leather vest, denim vest, doesn't matter at this point, and on the side of that van it says, I'd tap that, if that man then says to you, hey buddy, I got a full set of Portal 3 Kingdom English in the back, you wanna check him out? You should probably get in that van. I mean, there's less than 1% chance that nothing bad will happen, but that 1% might be your best shot you have at seeing that set in its entirety. <coughs> I'm, uh... I'm being told that I should advise you not to enter that van, under any circumstances. Do not enter that van. If you own that van, you should not get in that van. You should take a step back, reevaluate the choices in your life that have led to owning such a van, and change your wicked ways. I'm Travis from Brain Pulp TV, and today on the Card Bazaar's Anthology series, we're going to take a look at Portal 3 Kingdoms. Back in 1999, when some were cashing their bank accounts and buying canned goods in preparation for Y2K, and the end of the world, Watsi was thinking about global expansion. In May of that year, Portal 3 Kingdoms was released into the Asian market in an attempt to raise the popularity of Magic the Gathering there. The flavor of the set was based off the Three Kingdoms period of Chinese history, and the entire artwork for that set was produced by Chinese artists, with Li Tai getting the honors of being credited as art director. Even the symbol for the set itself is the Chinese character for the number 3, or so the guy in the tattoo shop tells me. This set was printed mainly in simplified and traditional Chinese, as well as Japanese, However, an English run was printed which was released mainly in Australia and New Zealand, hence the rarity. It is also one of the very few sets to feature the little sword by the power and the little shield by the creature's toughness. And that's just cute! The set itself was a starter level set, and as the name suggests, the third in the Portal Trilogy set, which included Portal and Portal Second Age, and it fell between Magic 6th Edition and Urza's Destiny. The design team and development team were both led by Henry Stern. By the numbers, this white-bordered set had 180 cards consisting of 55 common, 55 uncommon, and you guessed it, 55 rare. Uh, with 15 basic land. I'm checking my math on that one. A booster pack was sold with 10 cards, 1 rare, 2 uncommon, 5 common, and 2 basic lands. There was also a 2-player set sold, as well as 3 different 40-card theme sets, which, in keeping with the theme of the Chinese epic Three Kingdoms, were the Shu Kingdom, the Wei Kingdom, and the Wu Kingdom. Interestingly, the cards from this set, as well as the previous two sets, were not tournament legal at the time of printing, and only made legal in Vintage and Legacy in October of 2005. If you were a collector and were to, say, do an eBay search for a booster starter box of Portal Free Kingdoms, well, I saw a buy-it-now price of $13,373, and that didn't include shipping. Can you imagine that? Thirteen grand and no free shipping. And that was not even for the uber-rare English box. Moving away from the numbers game, let's look at some of the mechanics. This set featured, and was in fact the only original set ever to include, Horsemanship. Yeah, you heard me. Horsemanship. Which was functionally identical to flying. But I mean, horses can't fly, so I'm not sure why they didn't call it Pegasusmanship. I guess because that doesn't roll off the tongue like, Horsemanship. There were 27 creatures with this ability, which spanned the entire rainbow of the MTG colors, including a red card, the Yellow Scarves Cavalry, and a green card, Lady Zurong Warrior Queen. Because there was no flying mechanic in the set, cards like Bordering the East Wind and Rolling Earthquake were used to have similar effects as Hurricane and Earthquake. 
Now one of the things that really stood out about this set to me were the cycles. Actually there was just the one, but it was sweet. It featured the 12 different signs of the Chinese zodiac calendar. The flavor text from each of these cards all form up Voltron style to read as a single piece of extract from the Chinese poem at the end of the Three Kingdoms a historic novel. The cards were, in proper poetic reassembly order, Zodiac Snake, Zodiac Horse, Zodiac Goat, Zodiac Monkey, Zodiac Rooster, Zodiac Dog, Zodiac Pig, Zodiac Rat, Zodiac Ox, Zodiac Tiger, Zodiac Rabbit, and finally Zodiac Dragon. And that is probably the most anyone's ever said the word Zodiac in 10 seconds. Most of these cards were on-curve creatures with some sort of landwalk ability. 9 out of the 12 cards were actual functional reprints of some sort. Fun fact about the Zodiac Rooster, it was one of only four creatures in the history of Magic the Gathering to have Planeswalk as an ability. The Big Daddy though, the Zodiac Dragon, was an 8-8 that could be placed on top of your library if at any time is replaced in your graveyard. It is also notably one of the very few dragons who can't fly or gain flying as part of its mechanics or card text, and has no form of fire breathing. High price of the dragon, by the way, according to TCG Player, $270. There are many other cards down in the pack, but I will begin with one of my favorites. Imperial Recruiter. Now you may be asking, why is this my favorite? No, you, you weren't? Well, I'll tell you anyway. As many MTG players know, tutoring isn't cheap. Financially, anyway. That's why I haven't had much experience with it. However, when we did a draft on our channel for Conspiracy Take the Crown, I drafted Recruiter the Guard and actually got to play it and was really impressed with the results. Now that was only a pseudo-reprint as that card was in white and the Imperial Recruiter is red. But it was like I was able to play an old-school card in my own little way. And since there are no restrictions on the tutoring other than the two power, it has become very popular in legacy and vintage combo decks. Imperial Recruiter, by the way, almost $500 at the high point. Plus, as it just mirrors, it's not like a really cool card from the old school Star Wars TCG game. Keeping with the tutoring theme, there was the Imperial Seal. One black mana to search your library for any one card, put it on top of your library, and lose two life. Essentially a sorcery version of Vampiric Tutor. The Seal, however, can run upwards of $650, whereas you can get a copy of Vampiric Tutor for as little as $2250, again according to TCG Player. Another hell of expensive card which can run upwards of $600 was a card similar to Time Walk called Capture of... I hope I pronounced this correct? Jinghu? The difference in mana cost makes it far from functional however. 3 and 2 blue? Wow. Anyway, what I really like about this card is the wacky wording. You take another turn after this one. I mean, it's obviously a positive, but if pronounced the wrong way, sounds more like an order or a threat. Seriously, imagine a mobster, like an Italian or Russian mobster, saying that card text. You take another turn after this one. Now, are you happy or slightly scared? There was also the Loyal Retainers, which to date remains one of the easiest white reanimation spells. It too holds a place in the heart of many a combo player, as the only stipulation it has is it has to be a legendary creature that gets fully reanimated. Now, if only there were any really good legendary creatures out there. And finally, one more interesting fact about Portal 3 Kingdoms is that the set was printed without any instant spells. No, seriously, the original release had no instants. Again, this was a starter set, and it was meant to open up a new audience to magic, so I guess they were trying to keep it simple. It did, however, have eight cards that had unique wording in the rules text that stated very specific times when they could be played. For example, in the case of Warrior Stand or Heavy Fog, it was cast only during the declared attacker step and only if you've been attacked this step. Or in the case of Mystic Denial, it was play Mystic Denial only in response to another player playing a creature or sorcery. That card has no effect and that player puts it into his or her graveyard. Wow, that was meant to simplify things? These sorcery spells were later changed functionally to instants, and in fact, if you search instants from this set in the Gatherer, these eight cards will come up. 
although the actual card art still has them as sorceries. This set also featured zero enchantments and zero artifacts. Bummer. So that's all there is for my overview of Portal 3 Kingdoms. I'd like to quickly thank the coach for allowing this opportunity to guest host here on the card anthology, as well as all of you folks for bearing with me in some of my name pronunciations. If you'd like to check out the YouTube channel I share with a few friends of mine, just type Brain Pulp into YouTube and, you know, once you've gotten past all the uh, Pulp Fiction car scenes, you'll see our channel. And Coach, was there anything else I missed? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks again and take care. Back to you, Coach. So that is all for today's episode of Card Anthology. I'd like to thank Travis from Brain Pulp TV for guest narrating for this episode. Make sure you check out Brain Pulp TV and subscribe to their channel after viewing this video. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and the MTG Amino app by clicking on the links below. Next week, we'll take a look at the last set of the Urza block known as Urza's Destiny. Thank you guys for all the support you've been giving us. We are close to 1,000 subs, and hopefully by next month, we will hit that goal. This is Coach, signing out, and we will see you guys next time at the Card Bazaar.